Yes, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Connection Builder podcast. By the way, I don't think I've ever started a episode like that, but I thought we'd we'd, we'd be professional given it's the uh, the new year. I hope we are good. Tuesday, the 9th of January, ten fifteen a.m., and we are just off the back of our Power Hour in the Connection Builder with all of our guys, making sure their outreach and connection and relationship building is done. I know for a lot of you, that would be one of the tasks that you're trying to hone in on this year in terms of actually doing the outreach, doing the chat, building the connections. I get it is one of those tasks where we are a little bit like there's no instant gratification with it. Right. Um, but it works. That's all I can say. Now, this isn't a sales pitch. What I do want to talk to you about today, though, is selling. OK. And it's something that I know so many of us can struggle with. I've struggled with it massively in the past. I actually shared this in a post the other day. But when it came to selling, um, you know, years ago, I would have a sales call in the diary. I would then message that person to confirm in inverted commas, but secretly I had everything crossed that they would cancel because I did not want to take the call because I absolutely fucking hated them with a passion not so much now I feel like we, we've, we've come a long way in when it comes to selling and the whole kind of outlook mindset and kind of thought process behind it is is so different and it's something that I want to think about today now ultimately we could talk about sales and we and it can kind of massively go off on a tangent um, and there's so many different avenues you can you can speak about and you can kind of dive into a little bit but something I wanted to think about is when it comes to uh, price objection Okay, which is, again, a huge part when it comes to your sales calls. Right. So for some of you, you might have uh, the price in the application form beforehand, which is great. For some of you, you won't. And ultimately, it gets to that point of the call where the price is always going to come up. Now, there's something that I want you to, to think about when it comes to that. Okay, so and it's actually something we spoke about on the power hour this morning. So ultimately, what. I will always talk about is when it comes to outreach and chats and building relationships. But as I say, you will always have the idea is to obviously get calls booked in. Right. And it's always calls with people that are the right fit for your business. OK, they are perfect for your program. When people are perfect for your program, they value what it is that you do. When they value what it is that you do, they listen and implement your advice. And when they do that, they get a very, very, very good result, whatever that result looks like inside your program when that happens you have social proof for years okay whether you're documenting little bits of their journey whatsapp message they send you before and after pictures if that's what they do client interviews if that's what you do there's so much more that there's so much sorry that you can share of them so this is why if we take it back to selling why it is always good to be flexible with your price point now this doesn't mean that we are discounting anyone this doesn't mean that we just get them in on whatever price they can afford, but we need to look at it in a more of a flexible and have a bit more of a flexible approach about it. OK, so let's say, for example, you do six months. All right. Your program is six months and you charge six months up front. But this person can't do six months up front for whatever reason. OK, I'll use the example we had this morning. So this person was self-employed. They knew that this time of year was relatively slow for them. So the commitment of doing six months was quite difficult in terms of them paying for that upfront. So what we can do, because, again, it comes back to this person is a very good fit for the program. 
So what I said to this coach is we need to look at the longevity. Okay. Yes, we might need to make some short term changes and adapt to this person in the short term. But because they're such a good fit for the program, they will follow what you say, they will implement what you've given, and they will get a very good result. So from social proof and a marketing perspective, this has got huge legs, right? So what can we do in the short term to ultimately get them into the program now? Okay, so what we said is he was struggling with the six months up front. So let's say we'll do three months, okay, and then we'll do rolling after that. Right. So ultimately, you've just adapted and made it a little bit easier for this person to step foot inside the program. Something I would look at as well when it comes to that is you will have a lot of people that say about price, but ultimately their actual objection is belief. They don't really believe in themselves. They've signed up to programs like this before. They've signed up for six months up front, maybe even 12 months up front, and they've kind of lost it all within two months. And it's just been a little bit of a waste. So they don't believe that this time is going to be anywhere different. So that's something that we need to put into there as well. OK, so it's up to you in terms of the conversation you have with them, looking at actually which is probably best. And that will come down to the conversation you've had in the DMs and also the conversation that you've had in the sales call in inverted commas. If they've talked a lot about how they've tried stuff before and it's not worked or they've signed up the programs and they've never followed it through and then they talk about price, that to me screams that actually they've got a belief problem, not a affordability problem. But as I've said many times before, if people say price, it's very difficult for us to argue with it. But what we can do, as I say, is be adaptable. OK, because ultimately, if you then do six months and then we're going to do three months, OK, that belief is more. OK, and then, you know, being the coach that you are, OK, again, because they're such a good fit, you know that you can get them a life changing result. So actually, they will stay on anyway. Right. But they just need to almost dip their toe in the water and actually get that belief in themselves. They're going to get some quick wins anyway, due to obviously your program and how much of a good fit it is for them. They will get some good results. Their belief will then rise. And actually, affordability is not a factor. OK, so just something to think about when it comes to price objection. Can you be adaptable? Can you be flexible? OK, because something we want to think about as well. And I did this in a sales training for our guys is a lot of you will say, right, it's six months at this price or we could do monthly at this price. Now, if affordability is a problem, you've not really got anything to go back on because you've already just, you've basically fired your two shots and you've got no backup, right? So it's like, actually give the upfront option. This is what we do for six months. How does that sound? That's when you might get some objections and be like, okay, cool. What I can do is I could do half and half. Yeah, or I could do three months up front and then rolling or whatever it is, however long your program is. But you need to have something in your back pocket one, two, possibly three options, okay? Again, because if these persons are a good fit, that's when we need to be like, okay, cool. If they don't have the six months. A lot of people will do, by the way. A lot of people will. We have clients that are selling 12 months up front and these people are paying it without any hesitation, right? And a lot of people will do that. But you need to give the option first, okay? Give the option first. If it's not a problem, if it's not an option, sorry, then we need to look at what, what's our backup option. Then what's our backup option? And then, OK, so we might need to dwindle it down a little bit. Ultimately, you're still getting the same price for your program, but it all comes back to we need to think longevity. Yes, cash in the bank is great. OK, but if this person's such a good fit, imagine the social proof they could give. Imagine the friends they're going to tell. Imagine the people that are going to see their transformation. Imagine the new eyes you can have on your content. 
because you've been adaptable with the price. So it's a win-win for both of you. So just something to think about when it comes to, if, if you're getting price objection a lot, think about how can I be flexible with this? Think about have I just shooted all my shots straight off the bat so I've got nothing to fall back on? Okay, two things to think about. And ultimately think about are these guys going to be a very, very, very good fit? All right, and lastly, what we need to think about is actually is this a price objection or is this a belief objection? Okay, because you'll get an idea of that based off of the previous conversation, the messages you've had with that person, and also what has been said in the sales call. So I hope that helps. As I say, I want to keep that super to the point and just things to think about. Okay, things to think about when it comes to selling. So I get how daunting it can be. I could get how nerve wracking it can be. And ultimately, you then can as well. It's something that you're very nervous and anxious about. When it comes to the sales call, you can kind of lose all personality. You can lose all charisma because all you're worried about is, fuck, I'm going to get to the price soon. Shit, I've got to tell them the price soon. So, And it turns into like an interview and it's super awkward. They're then awkward because actually you're nowhere near the person they thought you were and it seems awkward for them as well. And that's when the sales call can fucking go off, right? So something, something just to think about. What I'd also recommend is just getting on more calls. Like you could do role play and stuff. And I get where people might give that as an example. But I think ultimately, you know, it's not true, right? You know, it's not real. So it doesn't come across natural. So what you can do is just get on more calls with people. Just get confident communicating with people over Zoom. Get confident asking questions, listening intently, repeating back what they've said get confident, okay, in actually just having and building that relationship, they will see that you're confident as well. As I said at the beginning, there's so much to sell, and I don't want to go off on a tangent, but confidence is going to be huge for this as well. If, you, if you're not confident in what it is, this person, ultimately this person's looking for a leader, right? They're looking for someone to really take what they've said to them, put a plan in place and help them get from A to B. If you are not confident, they are not going to have any confidence in you. So they're never, ever, ever in a million days going to pay you 200, 300 pound a month. Right. They want someone who is confident. Again, we can do we can do calls about this uh, calls about this. We can do content about this and podcasts about this. Obviously, you know, over and over and over again. I did just want to keep this super, super specific to price objection. Um, but yeah. That's just something to think about when it comes to that. So if you're getting price objection a lot on your calls, okay, there's lots of things you can do on the front end when it comes to your content, when it comes to your conversation and ultimately how you framed that call. But then on the back end, can we be flexible with the price point if this person's a very, very good fit? Do we don't shoot all our options to them in one hit? Okay, shoot one. Do we have a backup and do we have a backup? And lastly, we need to look at if this is a belief problem or a price objection, genuine price objection problem. And as I say, you will find that out based off the work that has been done before. So, guys, I hope that helped. If you have any questions on that, if you're not sure, if you've got something specific that you are struggling with, please let me know. Drop me a message and I will get back to you and then we can have a conversation and making sure that obviously your sales calls go swimmingly from now on. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday and I shall speak to you soon.